0: Today is the 29th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian and it is fantastic to be here with you today and to be here together to greet a brand new sparkly week together and step into it together. It's all out there, friends, the whole week. We're going to live into it. And it's going to tell a story. And whatever story it tells is where we are and what we're doing. And so may we choose the paths of wisdom as we navigate this week. And a wise move is to be here around the global campfire, taking the next step forward together and just allowing the scriptures to speak for themselves and wash their way into our lives and seep into our hearts. And so let's dive in. We'll read from the New English translation this week, picking up the story where we left off yesterday in the book of Exodus, where it seems as if quite a confrontation is brewing. Moses and Aaron are telling Pharaoh, the Pharaoh of Egypt, the supreme power of Egypt, the one who believes he's descended from deity, ...to let his people go. And Pharaoh's like, I don't know who this God is. I don't care who this God is. I don't know this God. And I'm not letting these people go. And there's been some little skirmishes, some little dialogue back and forth... ...and some signs and wonders that have been replicated by the the, the Egyptian magicians. But things are moving to a whole new level... And So let's pick up that story. Exodus chapters 8 and 9 today. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and tell him, This is what the Lord has said. Release my people in order that they may serve me. But if you refuse to release them, then I am going to plague all your territory with frogs. The Nile will swarm with frogs, and they will come up and go into your house, into your bedroom, and on your bed, and into the houses of your servants and your people, and into your ovens and your kneading troughs. Frogs will come up against you, your people, and all your servants. The Lord spoke to Moses, Tell Aaron, Extend your hand with your staff over the rivers, over the canals, and over the ponds, and bring the frogs up over the land of Egypt. So Aaron extended his hand over the waters of Egypt, and frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. The magicians did the same with their secret arts and brought up frogs on the land of Egypt too. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Pray to the Lord that he may take the frogs away from me and my people, and I will release the people that they may sacrifice to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, You may have the honor over me. When shall I pray for you, your servants and your people, for the frogs to be removed from you and your houses, so that they will be left only in the Nile? He said, Tomorrow. Moses said, It will be as you say, so that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will depart from you, your houses, your servants, and your people. They will be left only in the Nile. Then Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh, and Moses cried to the Lord because of the frogs that he had brought on Pharaoh. The Lord did as Moses asked, the frogs died in the houses, the villages, and the fields. The Egyptians piled them in countless heaps, and the land stank. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and did not listen to them, just as the Lord had predicted. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron Extend your staff and strike the dust of the ground and it will become gnats throughout all the land of Egypt. They did so. Aaron extended his hand with his staff. He struck the dust of the ground and it became gnats on people and on animals. All the dust of the ground became gnats throughout all the land of Egypt. When the magicians attempted to bring forth gnats by their secret arts, they could not. So there were gnats on people and on animals. The magician said to Pharaoh, It is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart remained hard, and he did not listen to them, just as the Lord had predicted. The Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and position yourself before Pharaoh as he goes out to the water, and tell him, This is what the Lord has said. Release my people that they may serve me. If you do not release my people, then I am going to send swarms of flies on you and on your servants and on your people and in your houses. The houses of the Egyptians will be full of flies and even the ground they stand on. But on that day, I will mark off the land of Goshen where my people are staying so that no swarms of flies will be there that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of this land. I will put a division between my people and your people. This sign will take place tomorrow. The Lord did so. A thick swarm of flies came into Pharaoh's house and into the houses of his servants, and throughout the whole land of Egypt the land was ruined because of the swarms of flies. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God within the land. Moses said, That would not be the right thing to do. For the sacrifices we make to the Lord our God would be an abomination to the Egyptians. If we make sacrifices that are an abomination to the Egyptians right before their eyes, will they not stone us? We must go on a three-day journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God just as he is telling us. Pharaoh said, I will release you so that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, only you must not go very far. Do pray for me. Moses said, I am going to go out from you and pray to the Lord, and the swarms of flies will go away from Pharaoh, from his servants and from his people tomorrow. Only do not let Pharaoh deal falsely again by not releasing the people to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord, and the Lord did as Moses asked. He removed the swarms of flies from Pharaoh, from his servants and from his people. Not one remained. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not release the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and tell him this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has said. Release my people that they may serve me. For if you refuse to release them and continue holding them, then the hand of the Lord will surely bring a very terrible plague on your livestock in the field, on the horses, the donkeys, the camels, the herds, and the flocks. BUT THE LORD WILL DISTINGUISH BETWEEN THE LIVESTOCK OF ISRAEL AND THE LIVESTOCK OF EGYPT, AND NOTHING WILL DIE OF ALL THAT THE ISRAELITES HAVE. THE LORD SET AN APPOINTED TIME, SAYING, TOMORROW THE LORD WILL DO THIS IN THE LAND. AND THE LORD DID THIS ON THE NEXT DAY. ALL THE LIVESTOCK OF THE EGYPTIANS DIED, BUT OF THE ISRAELITES LIVESTOCK NOT ONE DIED. Pharaoh sent representatives to investigate, and indeed not even one of the livestock of Israel had died. But Pharaoh's heart remained hard, and he did not release the people. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from a furnace, and have Moses throw it into the air while Pharaoh is watching. It will become fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, and will cause boils to break out and fester on both people and animals in all the land of Egypt. So they took soot from a furnace and stood before Pharaoh. Moses threw it into the air and it caused festering boils to break out on both people and animals. The magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils, for boils were on the magicians and on all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he did not listen to them, just as the Lord had predicted to Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning, stand before Pharaoh and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has said, Release my people so that they may serve me. For this time I will send all my plagues on your very self and on your servants and your people so that you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth. For by now I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with plague, and you would have been destroyed from the earth. But for this purpose I have caused you to stand, to show you my strength, and so that my name may be declared in all the earth. You are still exalting yourself against my people by not releasing them, I am going to cause very severe hail to rain down about this time tomorrow. Such hail as has never occurred in Egypt from the day it was founded until now. So now, send instructions to gather your livestock and all your possessions in the fields to a safe place. Every person or animal caught in the field and not brought into the house, the hail will come down on them and they will die. Those of Pharaoh's servants who feared the Lord's message hurried to bring their servants and livestock into the houses. But those who did not take the Lord's message seriously left their servants and their cattle in the field. And the Lord said to Moses, Extend your hand toward the sky that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, on people and on animals, and on everything that grows in the field in the land of Egypt. When Moses extended his staff toward the sky, the Lord sent thunder and hail, and fire fell to the earth. So the Lord caused hail to rain down on the land of Egypt. Hail fell and fire mingled with the hail. The hail was so severe that there had not been any like it in all the land of Egypt since it had become a nation. The hail struck everything in the open fields, both people and animals, throughout all the land of Egypt. The hail struck everything that grows in the field, and it broke all the trees of the field to pieces. Only in the land of Goshen, where the Israelites lived, was there no hail. So Pharaoh sent and summoned Moses and Aaron and said to them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous. And I and my people are guilty. Pray hey, to the Lord for the mighty thunderings and hail are too much. I will release you and you will stay no longer. Moses said to him, When I leave the city I will spread my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease and there will be no more hail, so that you may know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But as for you and your servants... I know that you do not yet fear the Lord God. Now the flax and the barley were struck by the hail, for the barley had ripened, and the flax was in bud. But the wheat and the spelt were not struck, for they are later crops. So Moses left Pharaoh, went out of the city, and spread out his hands to the Lord. And the thunder and the hail ceased, and the rain stopped pouring on the earth. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and thunder ceased, he sinned again. Both he and his servants hardened their hearts. So Pharaoh's heart remained hard, and he did not release the Israelites, as the Lord had predicted through Moses. Matthew 19, 13-30 Then little children were brought to him for him to lay his hands on them and pray. But the disciples scolded those who brought them. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not try to stop them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And he placed his hands on them and went on his way. Now someone came up to him and said, Teacher, "'What good thing must I do to gain eternal life?' He said to him, "'Why do you ask me about what is good? "'There is only one who is good. "'But if you want to enter into life, "'keep the commandments.' "'Which ones?' he asked. Jesus replied, "'Do not murder, do not commit adultery, "'do not steal, do not give false testimony, "'honor your father and mother.' and love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he was very rich. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it will be hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I say, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter into the kingdom of God. The disciples were greatly astonished when they heard this and said, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and replied, This is impossible for mere humans, but for God all things are possible. Then Peter said to him, Look, we have left everything to follow you, What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, In the age when all things are renewed, when the Son of Man sits on His glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And whoever has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last, first. Psalm 24 A Psalm of David The Lord owns the earth and all it contains, the world and all who live in it. For he set its foundation upon the seas and established it upon the ocean currents. Who is allowed to ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may go up to his holy dwelling place? The one whose deeds are blameless and whose motives are pure and who does not lie or make promises with no intention of keeping them. Such godly people are rewarded by the Lord and vindicated by the God who delivers them. Such purity characterizes the people who seek his favor, Jacob's descendants who pray to him. Selah Look up, you gates. Rise up, you eternal doors. Then the majestic king will enter. Who is this majestic king? The Lord who is strong and mighty, the Lord, who is mighty in battle. Look up, you gates. Rise up, you eternal doors. Then the majestic king will enter. Who is this majestic king? The Lord of heaven's armies. He is the majestic king. Selah. Proverbs 6, 1-5 My child, if you have made a pledge for your neighbor, if you have become a guarantor for a stranger, if you have been ensnared by the words you have uttered and have been caught by the words you have spoken, then, my child, do this in order to deliver yourself. Because you have fallen into your neighbor's power, go, humble yourself and appeal firmly to your neighbor. Permit no sleep to your eyes or slumber to your eyelids. Deliver yourself like a gazelle from a snare and like a bird from the trap of the fowler. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for a brand new, shiny, sparkly week out in front of us to engage with the scriptures. We thank you for life itself, moment by moment, a gift given from you. Each inhale, an inspiration, a gift of life. Each exhale, trust, knowing. That the next breath will be given to us. We love you. We thank you for your love and involvement in our lives. And we thank you for the power of the scriptures in our hearts to transform us. And so, as we begin this week, we look to the Psalms and we see characteristics of those who dwell in your presence. Those whose deeds are blameless, whose motives are pure, who do not lie, who do not make promises and have no intention of keeping them. Such people are rewarded by the Lord and vindicated by the God who delivers them, we are told. Make us these people. Make us like this. Make us blameless and pure and true and honest, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask.
1: Amen. Hey, Dab family, this is Jonathan from Denver. It is 5.43 on Tuesday, January 24th. Um, And today I'm actually calling in to ask for some prayer for myself. Um, I am a student, I'm in college getting a music education degree um, and this semester I am student teaching in a choir classroom a high school choir classroom um, which is fantastic and I really am enjoying it but I am just so tired and I have so much stuff I need to do and so many things that are pulling and vying for my attention and it's just I feel like I can't even think straight right now um so I'm just asking please that you would um send up your prayers for focus for energy um for good priorities and um Smart time management, just so that I can do all the things that I need to do, that I can do them well, um, and that I can make a difference in uh, in the classroom and in all of the places I find myself. Um, thank you, family. Thank you for your support, your prayer. Um, I'm praying for all of you, along with you. Um, yeah. Thank you all very much. I love you. Hope you have a great day. See you next time. Hey fam, it's Sparky. I uh, just wanted to give some
2: encouragement. Anybody who's struggling. Lord asked you help me to guide this. You're looking at a kid that was troubled all the way through his childhood. He Never had a sense of who he was or where he was going to be. You're looking at somebody that was having a baby at 20 with a girlfriend at 18 who was about to graduate high school. She already had one, which is now my oldest. You're looking at somebody that was in and out of jail constantly. And Bruce, Clarence, Samson, I pray for you because I should have been there. You're... You're looking at somebody who just constantly seemed to fall in mud every turn he took. You're also looking at somebody that has defeated all of the negative thoughts of people that they thought of them by finding God. There's people that I meet every day that think I'm a really good person. And then there's people I run into that they knew me when I really wasn't. No matter what you're going through, God is right there. He just wants you to talk to him, no matter what you're going through. It's not all daisies and roses when you invite God into your life, but there is a father that you get to lay with and he helps you make your decisions. I just want you to know it gets better with God and I love you and I'm thinking about all y'all
3: now. Hey DAB brothers and sisters, this is Byron out in Florida. I am calling for a beloved daughter, Ashley. Uh, Ashley, I heard your call and you're asking to be called uh, what Naomi wanted herself to be called when she came back from being away and she wanted to call herself Mara, which means bitter. Uh, because she had lost so much and it hurt so much and it seems you two have lost a lot and have hurt a lot in your 51 years and my heart just goes out to you i know you already know this because you know naomi but her story doesn't end with her being called bitter it ends with her being called blessed we know her in the bible because her story ends with blessing. And not just blessing for her, but blessing for all of us. For through her line comes our savior, the Lord Jesus. And the reason Naomi, in the end, was able to call herself blessed is because she did not lose faith in her kinsman redeemer. That she knew that he was going to do the right thing once he saw what the problem was. And so my prayer for you is that your ending is as Naomi, that while you may be called bitter now, you will be called blessed in the end because your kinsman redeemer sees you and will take care of you. will finish what he started in you. Blessings over you, sister.
4: Good morning, DAB family. This is Bridget from New York City. Today is January 25th, and I wanna pray for some of the dabbers that have lost children um, that shared yesterday on um, just their brokenness, your brokenness. My God, Lord, I just lift up every person, Lord, that hears my voice, God, that has lost a loved one, that has lost a child. My God, those that you have blessed us with, Lord, whether it was to drugs, to alcohol, to disease, to trauma, to, um you know, whatever method, my God, Lord, I know that you are greater, God, than these situations, great enough to help us carry these burdens, Lord. So, Father, as I think about Jesus. I think about how he walked wounded in his heart, knowing that the very creation that loved him would be, I mean, the very creation that he created, that instead of loving him, would crucify him, God. And yet, you know, he still walked in a love that was beyond our understanding. And I just pray that these people that are hurting because of loss from their children, God, that, Lord, you will fill them up with love. What a love that is deeper than the love for their own children, God. What your love, Jesus, the love that you have for us, my God. I just ask you to overwhelm them with comfort and to give them the exact words and the scriptures that they need that will help them to continue to walk this path, my God. I bless them all and I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Love you guys. God bless you.
5: Hello, DAB family. This is Texas Grandma calling to encourage you. I've been part of this family since 2010, and you've encouraged me so much every year. And so I'm here today because the beginning of this year, I just realized this heavy spirit of sadness was settling over me. And I hear that from so many of you. Now, family, we know that's not from our loving Father. So let's say no to the enemy who came to steal and kill our joy and cover up our light. And every day, let's read some scriptures out loud, even though we love to hear Brian read them. Say them out loud. Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And then sing some praise songs. Because the enemy scatters when we sing praises to our God. Why don't you you just sing along with me right now some little praise songs. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong. We are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. shine. I love you, family. Now have a blessed day and let's claim victory over this enemy. We. Have that victory. Thank you, Jesus.